You are listening to the Stronger Together Experience. My name is Dr. Matthew X. Joseph, and my goal is to meet with educators across the globe and learn from them, learn with them, because I believe being stronger together allows us to collaborate and support one another's growth. So join me in this episode and all episode to learn stories from educators in the field sharing their experiences to help us grow and become stronger together. Remember, when we work collaboratively, we take our story and make our path and journey one to learn from. So as we move through this and listen to our stories, remember, we over me will make us stronger together. And I really didn't go anywhere. I was just on, and it, it's been an amazing, amazing week. And I can't, you know, a super shameless plug of the Stronger Together podcast experience, but I have lived it this last really two weeks, having so many people come on and so and learn from so many people, all stemmed around the NiceGate event. And really, two big things happened over the last two weeks. One, I had a chance to be accepted and, and go to this event. And it was like, oh, I'll present. Next thing I know, I'm presenting four times. And then next thing I know, you know, my partner, Brian Aspinall, is, is going to be there. And he's going to talk with the Codebreaker things. And then the next thing you know, we're going to do a book signing. And the next thing you know, Carl Hooker's going to be there and doing some work, part of the X Factor team. And, and Yuritz is going to be there. Who wrote, and I'm, I'm just like, my head was spinning. Then I was like, I looked at the list of people that were there and I was like, I have to meet some of these individuals and not just because I selfishly want to bring people on the podcast. It is not it. I'm literally doing this so I get to meet cool people. And, and, and within that time, I get to share that with anyone who wants to watch. If nobody watches, you know what? I get an opportunity to learn from educators across the country and across the around the world. And I have an opportunity to learn from different people in especially areas that I am not familiar in, where I'm really curious and excited, especially our next guest does so many great things that I, I have never been a part of and I can't wait to, to learn from. In this event, I've never been to. So I was like, let's let's make this happen. So 
Before we get going, I want to make sure to, of course, thank Swivel and Bulb, our partners. When I talk about Stronger Together, it's not just about people. It's about vendors and solution providers and, and everybody in this educational space doing their part for students and ensuring that we have what we need to build creative, confident students. So thank you for that. And then speaking of building creative, confident students, Tim, I want to welcome you in. I am so thrilled to hear your story. You do so many, your whole banner is creativity and, and your, your first thing in your, your Twitter profile is about being an artist. Like I can't wait to just be a listener. I might have to ask some questions or there could be some dead air but I can't wait to hear and learn about your story, your journey, your book. So for those of you who don't know Tim, Tim, I'd love for you to, to share. And I feel like we have so many cross-platform friends that we just always are missing each other at different events. But tell us a little bit about who you are, your background, and, and, and what you're doing. Sure. Thank you so much. And it's a pleasure to be here. I've been watching the podcast and the different <laughs> guests, so it's been fun to watch. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be nice because we all get together, you know, next week. So it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a uh, high school art teacher primarily um, in Smithtown, New York, uh, and I've been doing that. This is my 25th year here in my district of Smithtown, uh, and I'm also an ed tech coach. They call it technology integration specialist here in Smithtown. So I work on the middle school and high school levels, primarily really infusing technology in all different ways and then sneaking in creativity wherever I can. And okay. uh, I also teach college. So I'm an adjunct professor at Five Towns College. Um, and I'm teaching emerging media and film and things like that. So, you know, it's a lot of fun. I get to do a little bit of everything. And I, I have to say, like, you know, I've, I've listened to you and I've known you for a long time without ever actually meeting you. So it's like it's it's, it's going to be fantastic to actually get to meet you in person. Yeah. I, and, and, and I tend to gravitate people who are creative and inspiring and seeing the work that you do, like, I, because I, I don't know about it. I don't know that world. I don't know the STEM side of it. I was a you know a third grade teacher and then a elementary principal, and I did get into the ed tech side and do more of the ed tech leadership. And but the creative piece, I'm just starting to dabble into. I'm 51 years old. Like I'm just starting to learn this, and um, seeing some of the work that you do is is awesome. Now that is on Long Island, right? Is that where you live? Yeah, so I, I live in the North Shore of Long Island. Actually, I, I live in the town where you can take the ferry to Connecticut. So, like, you know, okay. it's, it's on the water and it's, it's not too far from New York City, but like far enough away that, you know, you get a little bit of everything. So do you have, are you going to fly to this event or are you going to drive? <laughs> I'm going to fly. I thought about driving and then I'm like, you know, it's November, it's Rochester. I'm going to hit with snow for sure. So I want to be able to make sure I get there. So I'm flying in on Friday. Uh, like, so... I was like, you know, I talked to Lori and Guyon and she's like, oh, you know, come to this event. And I was like, OK, great. I, I signed up. I got accepted. I was like, oh, let's see. I literally thought it was next to Albany. And then it's like, OK, no, I live near Foxborough. So I'm like, oh, no, that's um, that's about six hours. OK, <laughs> I'm going to take a flight to this. So I'll be I'll be flying out Friday night. Um as well to, to get there. And I'm totally squatting uh, with poor Carl Hooker. Like, dude, you, you got a room? Do you have two beds? I'm staying with you. That's um, awesome. Well, Carl's so, always a good time. So that's, that's absolutely, that, that is definitely one of our, you know, joint kind of friends that we've never been in the same space uh, together. So what are you doing? And I also saw a nice skate board on your, your Twitter profile. So what do you do with the nice skate team? Yeah, so I'm the Long Island director. So I'm a board member that, you know, I, I kind of help uh, connect all the teachers and educators here on Long Island. Um, 
and then like you know i've also presented a lot of workshops for them sure. um and you know they're an ISTE affiliate so like there's so many different uh you know they had an amazing program where they were offering uh, free PD classes online through Canvas. And now we're okay. actually starting that again, which is fantastic. So I'm designing one for creativity, which is going to be really exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, there's lots of different ways that kind of help members, which is kind of fun. So speaking of creativity, this is, <laughs> this is your, the book, like, it's just, it just looks cool, man. It just is like, this is cool. So talk to us. And, and it's always, we are in a profession where we're proud of our work in, the dark we don't talk about it yeah. it's like we all have to celebrate the great things we're each of us are doing so i want you to take a minute and celebrate this the work that you're doing in the book stem power tell us about it so you know uh i i've been teaching you know digital media and and art for you know 25 years so i really just wanted to take the most successful projects uh and you know the things that i've learned and share them out because you know as a teacher i think you know Initially, when I began, part of me kind of like felt like I should hoard all my really good lessons and not share anything. And then I'm like, you know, teaching is about sharing. So like, just give everything away. Just put it all out there. So I decided just to share my favorite lessons, my favorite projects and a range of different technology, everything from like cardboard and, you know, okay. free stuff to like, you know, VR and emerging tech, like coding and robotics and things like that. So that, that's the kind of, you know, the idea of the book is like, you know, it's, it's great if you want to infuse a little bit of steam and you haven't done it before, or if you're a steam teacher, it's like literally 18 lessons that are all really successful with examples. That, that's awesome. So steam stem, I hear yeah. this, I see it. <laughs> yeah. Tell me that, tell me what's going on with this. You know, this is the thing, like I really wrote the book because of steam stem, you know, you go okay. to a place and it says steam and then you go to the place that said stem. So, you know, as a creative person, you know, I understand that, like, I'm really curious about science and technology and engineering and math. Like, I'm curious about all these different subjects. And I just bring that creative lens to it. So okay. that's really, you know, when I, you know, when I wrote the book, obviously, I'm an artist. So I believe that the art should be part of it, right? But I wanted to make sure that it was true. So like, I interviewed people from NASA, I interviewed people wow. from, you know, a lot of these big scientific companies and engineering people that were building apps. And across the board, everyone, you know, I didn't know that NASA hires artists. Really? Um, yeah, so like you know, people with BFAs come out of school because they need creative thinkers. What's a BFA? So a BFA is a, a Bachelor of Fine Arts. Okay. So they were literally hiring artists. You know, we all know scientists and engineers and mathematicians are everywhere at NASA, but there's a whole section of artists that were like finding creative ways to actually fold the space telescope to put it into a rocket. So they're looking at origami and all of these oh different art forms, and it's just really interesting. So like. It, it was nice because it's like I had sort of a, a thesis that, you know, art should be part of it. And then it was nice to hear scientists and engineers say like, oh, yeah, this is design is part of everything. Right. So like good design, like every, every teacher knows, you know, like if you're in a classroom that's designed well, it's just easier to, you know, be creative and kind of do interesting things there. You know, if you're in an, an uncomfortable seat, it's kind of hard to sit there. And like, you know what I mean? Like it's like we have design everywhere. So like, you know, that is really part of art. And I always look to like Leonardo da Vinci, who's like the best uh, okay. example of steam because he naturally uh, was really a master of every one of the different disciplines. And he did it because he was interested. So what interests you? 
you know, I'm kind of interested in everything to be honest. <laughs> okay. like, I'm a curious person. Um, and you know, that's kind of what's fun about being a teacher is that like you have this opportunity to kind of always be learning new things. So like, you know, when I did the book, I was interviewing NASA and then I ended up kind of becoming a NASA solar system ambassador, which really? is super cool. Yeah. So, you know, and then they're sharing all this information about their different missions and how, you know, they plug into technology and like, you know, I'm learning all these things and talking to, you know, these people that are engineering some of the different robotics and some of the different spaceships. So it's just like, you know, I feel like uh, basically a five-year-old in, you know, an adult body kind of having fun, uh, kind of like learning about all these things. Well, so it says you're a creative learner right behind you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what, you know, for me, seeing the work that you do, seeing the work, you know, for, for me, seeing Daphne from Codebreaker and different creators, seeing Lori's presentation, she, I'm doing a session yeah. with her and she shared the slide deck. And I'm like, oh, I can't keep up with that level of creativity. <laughs> like it, what, what is it about the creative process that excites you? Yeah, you know, like, that's a really good question. I think, like, I understand uh, the world around me through the creative process. You know what I mean? Like, um, and, and I'm sure, like, you know, this is a big thing because, you know, a lot of people come into my class and, I, and even their, you know, students' parents and other colleagues, and they say, like, well, I'm not really creative. And I'm like, you know, that, that's not <laughs> that really must drive you crazy. Yeah, you know, I think it's like understanding, you know, how creativity works is really helpful because, you know, it's it, like my dad was a landscaper for years and it's like, you know, he was really creative. Like, you know, like it, it, there's all different ways to be, there's mailmen that are creative. It, you know, you don't need to be an artist to be a creative person. I think, you know, being an innovator in any kind of way, which you certainly are, um, <laughs> you know, really helps, you know, like if you're thinking different and you're kind of, you know, kind of there, there's a mentality of um, being okay with failure, sort of accepting that and, you know, persevering and reflecting on it. And uh, you know, I think that's a really big part because, initially like everyone wants to be successful right away and you know okay. we all know that that's not really the way anything works unless you're just really lucky or you know <laughs> right. have a natural talent so you know i think it's like you know the ability to persevere and um have that endurance to kind of like learn and reflect and you know so that process is you know really core to being creative i think you know as an artist we come natural to it um, because, you know, I'm playing with different media, like, you know, I'm trying to make art sure. in VR the other day, and it's like, it's the coolest thing ever. Like, you know, and sometimes it's a big mess, but it's a lot of fun, you know, and I think enjoying the, the, the whole path is really key because it's not all about the final product. You know, all of the learning happens during that process. Yeah, the, the celebration of the journey and, and making yeah. mistakes. And, you know, I remember, again, I'm old. So I was fortunate to come into the profession right when technology was coming into the classroom. And I was actually one of the first people in Massachusetts to launch a one-to-one -one district. I mean, we're talking 18 years ago at this point. And I had the, the good fortune to go up to Maine when they launched theirs, Maine, the Wireless Learning Initiative. We did the same thing in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. But I remember in like year two, then we got a new superintendent. And at this time, again, when I say these things out loud, you can be like, oh, that's archaic. But like <laughs> we were building WebQuest and we were using, you know, GarageBand. And at the time, like, whoa, this is like earth shattering. And then a, a new superintendent came in and said, well, the computers are for testing. That's what using computers for. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and one of the sessions you're doing at Nyscape is creativity on a Chromebook or a tablet. Yeah. So when somebody says, you know, how are you creative on a computer? Like I can see the artwork, I can see drawing. How are we doing it on a device? What's your session gonna be about and, and how can we be creative on computers? 
The irony that I've learned is that one of the best ways to be creative is actually have limitations, right? So like we all experienced this in the pandemic because it's like everyone had limitations. Like all of a sudden I was teaching online and like, you know, you're stuck. Like, how do you connect with kids? Like you have to be creative. There's no choice. And I think that the Chromebook is a good opportunity to be creative. And I think, um, you know, there are some limitations, but there's some things that it does really well. You know, so I'm just going to share all of the different tools and all the different projects that I have found really boost students' engagement and creativity. So everything from like creating animations, like we did a lot okay. of like fun animations. Uh, we we do a lot of like design work. So like things like PSAs, you're able to edit video really well. Um, and you're able to kind of infuse like one of my favorite things about my position now as an ed tech coach is that I'm able to go into like any classroom and like, you know, see opportunities like, okay, this is a really good opportunity to like, what if we added a visual to this? And, you know, it engages some students that like, yeah, I remember being in math class and I just was never particularly, uh, it never came easy to me. Okay. Um, but then I got an opportunity, the teacher uh, asked us to actually create a visual one time for math. And it's like, boy, that changed everything. And now I'm paying a little bit more attention and I feel more valued as a member of the class and it just changed your whole perspective. And that's one of the things that, you know, creativity could do, especially when you infuse it to something like the Chromebook. So, yeah. And I think that's, that's important. And one of the things like two weeks ago, uh, somewhere in there, I had um, the team from Canva come on the Codebreaker lounge and I saw some things there. And again, this might not be to the level of creativity with that you're used to, but starting to build infographics and really getting excited about that. And one of the sessions you're doing is on Adobe. Now, that's definitely something I've never tried yet. But for those individuals who want to take that session or come to that, what what's that one all about? Well, you know, that's really like I'm going to show uh, really how you could use Adobe. And like Adobe is a really interesting tool. So Adobe Express does a lot of the uh, you could do infographics, posters. Uh, you could create your own logo really quick. So like really? business things. There's an amazing uh, artificial intelligence aspect where you could create a logo really easily and you don't need to have a huge amount of you know comfort with design or art um, okay. so i'm going to be sharing all of those kind of things the poster that i have uh right here i created with my class in adobe so Sweet. you know this is like one of those projects that i think it's really helpful to kind of create uh, a brand for your class right so like this is something yeah. i do in the beginning of the school year we work as a class and say like, all right, what do we believe in? What are we going to do? Uh, we designed it, we made the poster, and then we turned it into augmented reality. So you could wow. point your phone at it and then it turns into a video with animation and the kids. Th- that's amazing. And now I remember, and just going what you said about being creative or creating logos and visuals. I remember my first year, so I was a principal. So the story of the whole superintendent coming in and saying, I'm going to, so me and my kind of bullish personality, it's like, you know what, then I'm going to go be a principal somewhere, yeah. um, <laughs> which didn't go so great in the district I was in. Um, so I got a, a, a principal role in a different district and I was in way over my head. I was like, oh, crap, I, this is not I've never been a principal. I shot my mouth off. Somebody gave me a break because I worked with Apple and they're like, this guy's going to bring. It. And I was like, I don't know how to be an instructional leader. I knew how to yeah. be a rah-rah guy. But what saved me, I mean this was I walked in and the school, Hill Roberts Elementary School up here in Massachusetts in Attleboro, and I looked around and I didn't see a logo. And I was like, what what are we? What are we're the Hill Roberts what? Like what like I can I can grab out of this. And they're like, we're nothing. I'm like, okay. 
I can't teach you about the curriculum yet, but I can get you help you with the logo. And we had a school vote. We became the Hill Roberts Huskies. And then we had a, a design challenge for the logo and we were blue and white. We're the hunter, the husky, like it took off. I am where I'm at today because <laughs> of a, a little blue dog, hunter, the husky, because I gravitated to that level of connection with people creating a logo, creating cover colors. So when you, when you talk to principals, you talk to leaders and in, in how can you express through your creativity lens, the importance of, of that in schools? It's huge. I, I just finished my administration degree, so I, I know this really well. <laughs> so, That's why I wanted to queue you up here. Talk, talk to us. Yeah. So, like, um, you know, it's really amazing because I think that, you know, your example is perfectly accurate because it's like it's a great way to unify people. I mean, like design uh, really pulls people together if it's done well. You know, I've seen like, you know, if you, if you go through like the Twitter sphere and and all the great educators out on social media, there's people like like Glenn Robbins and things like that. And there's different people like they're designing their school, like the, the murals, the look, the feel. You know, one of the best projects I ever did and one that I always suggest teachers try is to actually redesign your classroom. Right. Okay. So to make the classroom space fit what you're teaching. So it tends to be often like eggshell white or something like that. And, you know, you Boring. want to reflect what you're teaching. So like, like this. You want uh, creative? Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, you want creativity, like you need to like add some color. And like, if you look at places like Google or, you know, Adobe or any of these big companies today, they're really fun places to work. There's lots of plants, there's lots of light, there's lots of color, and it looks playful. And I think, you know, that makes a difference in your everyday. So like, you know, it's just like when we choose a car, you want to choose a car that kind of reflects a little bit of who you are. Sure. You know, teachers should take license of that and like work with the students and really collaborate to make it a safe that, you know, space that everyone is part of. And then the students take ownership uh, as well. And I think we started doing that and then we branched out to the school and like redesigned some of the courtyards. Uh, and we, you know, so like, you know, these are all sort of great steam lessons because we're able to, it's a little bit of math, it's a little bit of design, and it also has this great community aspect. And then it just kept on rolling out to the community and we started doing things in the town. Um, so it's always a great project uh, to kind of take on the things that you deal with every day and look at the design. We know when something is designed poorly. Oh, yeah. um, and then like, you know, that's a great project to have students like just redesign, you know, the, the desk they're sitting in. Like if it's not comfortable, like how could you make it better? And I think just the process of doing that teaches a great lesson, which is that, you know, don't just accept everything around you. You know, you could make a difference. I think, you know, it, it gives some students... Uh, the ability to sort of like think differently in that aspect. No, that, and I think that's, I'm psyched to hear you got your administrative degree. We need, you know, I'm on the back nine. I'm, 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 I've been a principal, been a district leader. Now it's like they're phasing the me's out. They need individuals like you coming in with this excitement and energy and, and ideas. It's so important for our learners. So one of the things I did want to ask, because I would run into this all the time. So I was an elementary principal for 11 years okay. and, and bringing in technology and, and trying different things. I'd always hear, well, that's great when we're done with reading or that's <laughs> great when they get to middle school. Like, how are our youngest learners diving into creativity with, with digital learning or however we do it? It's not just a middle school elective course. Yeah. Our kindergartners need to be doing some of this. How are we getting our elementary kids into the creative process? And there's lots of 
I, I love working with elementary kids because it's like they're just naturally kind of dive into anything they do, which is great. Um, and it's funny, like, you know, in, in, in NiceGate, I'm doing a TED Talk. So you okay. know, I'm, part of, I'm part of their TED program. And this is part of my talk, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> Look at, I don't even yeah. know this stuff. This is just, <laughs> but it just shows you what people are craving. Like, I want to learn yeah. this stuff. Yeah. So I think like, you know, a big part of, of doing this is like putting connection uh, before curriculum. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think that especially with young kids, it's like they're naturally like when you're young, you're naturally creative. Like, not you know, like you're drawing all over the place and you're kind of no, you know, like people are singing or dancing and like, you know, you're just full of life. And then at some point, the socialization kind of like damps that back a little bit. And you know, one of the things I like to do as a teacher is like bring it back out and say like, okay. it's okay to be creative. You know, I love singing karaoke. It doesn't awesome. mean I'm a good singer, but yeah. you know, like there's something that is good for the soul. Like you feel good when you're doing it. It's a lot of fun. You know, you don't need to be super talented at any of these creative things to do them. And I think you learn from them and just understanding the process. Like you try coding, you don't need to be a coder, you know, but like understanding how it works it's helpful in the rest of your life. You don't know where that's going to come in. So with young kids, I love to actually take on really authentic assignments. So we look at the, you know, their community and what's important to them. Yeah, we're doing a, a storm drain mural at a elementary school okay. uh, this month. So we actually designed the mural with kids uh, to kind of show like the water that goes down the storm drain ends up right back in your drinking water. So you want to make sure you keep it clean. Um, so we designed a mural. We actually worked with the town. Uh, to actually make sure that we're using the right kind of paint that is environmental. Um, so like each step of the way, they're kind of learning that, you know, not just design and creativity, but also a little bit about science and technology and engineering and math and how some of these things work. And also, you know, the process of like, if you, you know, you want to make a change in your community, you know, here's the first step, you know, like just kind of go out and, you know, that process of, of you know, learning how to actually make a difference uh, it's something that, you know, and makes a change in a kid's life forever. Uh, absolutely. So if you haven't had a chance, you know, head on over to, to Tim's Twitter account. You'll find a, a link right to this book. I, I can't wait to, is it going to be at the Nicegate bookstore? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually doing a, uh, a book signing right in right after yours, I think. So yeah. All right, good. Back back. I want to pick this up and I want to connect with you about it. Make sure if you are not at Nicegate, head over to his Twitter account, which he has right here. Grab a copy of the book. I have two last questions for you. One, what's your go-to karaoke song? Ah, well, you know, I'm Long Island. So like, I usually go to Billy Joel. Okay. <laughs> you know, but any uh, one particular, uh, you, there's uh Anthony song is a, is a favorite of mine for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know, you know, Carl's Humpty dance. I love living <laughs> on a prayer. I was just down in Austin when I was there saying with, with Jenna Lee, we did a little living on a prayer. We had a blast. Awesome. It's, it, it's so much fun. Uh, question number two, I ask all our guests, what does stronger together mean to you? I mean, stronger together to me is all about education, right? So, you know, as teachers, we are, uh, our own best uh, ally. So like, you know, helping each other and working together is really, you know, beneficial to everyone. I think, you know, there's things like climate change that could potentially make this impact on, the, on the, our world. And, you know, in education, we are, uh, we have an opportunity every single day to change lives uh, and to help each other. That's awesome. Well, I'm so glad we were able to, to sneak this in. Um, 
and and get a chance to meet. I cannot wait to to get up there. Uh, I've never been. I've, I've been hearing about it for years. I I was fr I'm friends with Lisa Nelson from New York City, back in the tech and learning tie. She's like, you got to come up. You got to come up. And I was like, ah, it just never seemed to fit with the schedule. And this year I made it a priority and I'm excited to be a part of it yeah. to get a chance to meet you um, and many other people I've kind of feel like I know, but have never been in the same zip code together. So um, I look, look forward to that and getting a chance to connect with, with all of you. So thank you for coming on tonight thank and you. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you uh, hopefully in a couple of days. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be here before we know. <laughs> yeah, it's Wednesday, Thursday. We wake up and I fly out Friday. So snow, stay away from from Boston and Rochester. <laughs> and I want to make sure to get there and have a great, uh, great couple of days collaborating, learning and getting a chance to meet amazing and impactful people like you, Tim. Thank you very much. Awesome. And for our, our listeners, continue to keep checking in. We had a huge week this week. Um, so many people to learn from. And as we continue to connect and stay together, remember, we stay stronger together when we put we over me. It is such a pleasure and honor to learn from educators around the globe. Make sure to continue to tune in to our audio podcast and check out our video podcast by visiting xfactor.link slash experience. I would love to hear your story and share with other educators around the globe.